Welcome to the Hillside and a very happy new year to each one of you. It's never too late to welcome you into the year, at least for the Hillside. It's been a while since we uploaded any content, but we are back and hoping that you will continue to listen, like and share our podcasts. So as usual, we want to invite you to join us up here on the Hillside of Life where the view is breathtaking and the air is fresh. And to start us off, let's go through the key text, which is in the book of Psalms 37 and verse number four. It says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. So what do we have for you today? The topic we will be discussing today is someday the silver cord will break. Someday the silver cord will break. Fanny Jane Cosby, one of my favorite hymn writers, wrote the song, Someday the Silver Cord Will Break. Well, it goes like this. Someday the silver cord will break, and I no more as now shall sing, but oh, the joy when I shall wake within the presence of the King. Someday my earthly house will fall. I cannot tell how soon it will be. But this I know, my all in all, has now a place with him for me. Or some day when my Lord will come and called to meet him, I'll be blessed. He then will say to me, well done, and I shall enter into rest. Some day till then, I'll watch and wait, my lamp all trimmed and burning bright, that when my Saviour I will greet, my faith will then be changed to sight. And the chorus goes, and I shall see him face to face and tell the story saved by grace. I really love this. When I actually saw this song, it really got me thinking about the certainty of that one day we never dare talk about. The silver cord. In the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter number 12 and verse number 6, it says, remember him before the silver cord is severed and the golden bowl is broken, before the pitcher is shattered at the spring and the wheel broken at the well. The silver cord, which is much, much like the umbilical, links the child to the mother, is the life-giving link. And so there is indeed a certainty of the day the silver cord breaks. In the book of Psalms 89, verse 46, it says, What man is he that lives and shall not see death? Shall he deliver his soul from the hand of the grave? Seller. Death is the beaten road of all mankind. It is the way of all flesh. There are many inferences on how we should perceive death. I have just five that I want to share with you today as I try to wrap my head around the thought of the breaking of the silver cord. Death is a surety. It will come. And knowing that it will come, how ought we now in the present to live with this in view? How does it change the way we live our lives? How does it change the way we carry ourselves, the lenses through which we see the world around us. And I had five quite thought-provoking aspects 
of how we should view life, how we should experience life knowing well that the certainty of that day will come. Meditate constantly on death. Philip, king of Macedon, had a remembrance on purpose to come daily to him and to sound these words in his ears. Remember, sir, that you're a mortal man. And we read that the very same words used to be cried aloud to the victors at their triumph. There is just a way when you keep remembering how mortal you are that it sobers you up irrespective of the heights to which this life accords you. Remember, sir, that you are mortal. That was number one. We meditate constantly on death. The second thing is the doctrine of mortality teaches us humility. And some of the favorites of Alexander the Great had flattered him with the notion that of him being a kind of God and nearly related to Jupiter which begot in him high thoughts of himself. But it happened that he was wounded with a dart in the walls and seeing his blood issue from the office, he was hard to say to the bystanders, they tell me I'm the son of Jupiter, but this wound proclaims with open mouth that I am but a man. The sense of which corrected in some measure the false opinion he had before and made him entertain not so high thoughts of himself. The third inference that that teaches us is it teaches us humility and so it dictates peace and love. This was was the design of the Egyptians, placing a skeleton before their guests at their feasts. It was to stir up one another to mutual love and friendship and spend the short time of which that spectacle reminded them. In so good an employment, you must die. You must leave this world. You must take your lodging in the dust. This consideration should be effectual to cool your heats and animosities, to stop you in your furious encounters with one another. If you seriously think of dying, you dare not live a careless life filled with conflict, animosity, and furious encounters. The fourth inference that death brings to your mind when you ever have it uh, before you is that we ought not to set our hearts on the things of this transitory life. What understanding traveler will load himself when he's on a journey? That rich miser showed his folly in building his bands up so high when he was to lie in low in so short a time. The thoughts of death should damp our covetousness and our ambition. And finally, seeing death is the allotment of all mankind and it is impossible to avoid it. Let us talk ourselves with consolatory principles against that time that when it arrives we may receive it joyfully. You know, men have alleviated their grief and overcome their fear by arguing this upon their minds that death is the common lot of all and therefore it is unreasonable to repine and murmur at it and we must travel the highway, say they, which all before us have passed, that um, they that are dead do but lead the way and, you know, we must follow them. But it is important for us to keep ever before us that um, death 
which is so terrible in itself, is rendered pleasant and welcome by the death of Jesus, who shed his blood on the cross to take away our sins. And thus, death, which was a curse, is turned into the greatest and most desirable blessing. Let us, those who know and profess this common truth, that all must die. The picture argument was, let us eat and drink, for tomorrow we die. But the wise man's argument and holy logic is quite different. Whatsoever you find to do, do it with all your might, for there is no wisdom nor operation in the place where you go. So when it breaks, when that silver cord breaks, Fanny Cosby's song says, Someday my earthly house will fall. I cannot tell how soon it will be. We know not the time when the cord breaks. Hence, we need to live in the present to enjoy every minute of your day and soak in all the blessings that God gives us. And begin to start living in the present. How do we start living in the present? We need to fully appreciate the moments of each day. We need to smile more, you know. We need to forgive our past hearts. We need to love what we do, whether it's our job, our business, our vocations, our pastimes. We need to love it more. We need to dream about the future, but work very hard today. We don't need to dwell in the past accomplishments. We need to stop worrying because as you worry, you can't fully appreciate today. We need to conquer our addictions. Be free from all that has held us that has held us hostage. And then we need to live a, a life that is free in Christ Jesus, soaking in the present. So then, to all who have lost their dear ones, as I have, there's a great day coming when we shall meet again. For now we take heed that the silver cord does break. But even as we think about this, I take you back to the hymn and the chorus that says, and I shall see him face to face and tell the story saved by grace. When that day does come, when the silver cord does break, we should be ready. Remember the book of John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. When we experience the breaking of our silver cord and the life in us is cut and we sleep, when we sleep in Christ, we will meet face to face. We will experience everlasting life in the great resurrection. And our lives will again be reawakened in the newness of Christ. So whatever your circumstances, there is a silver cord and that silver cord, someday it will break. But when it breaks, let it be good news. Remembering that indeed, no matter who you are and no matter where you are, it is no respecter of persons no respecter of age, no respecter of rank or condition. It spares no calling or no profession. 
it makes no difference between sexes and there is no place where death cannot enter. But remember, Jesus Christ is the resurrection and the life. Thank you and God bless you.